Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Hicks, and this is episode 179 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. Hi there, friends. Welcome back. If you are a new listener to this podcast, let me give you a big welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Now, this is a daily podcast, and our goal is to inspire you to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus. You can learn more about us at our website, 5minutediscipleship.com, and you can also join the 5-Minute Discipleship Facebook group. Today on the podcast, we are talking about avoiding deception. In 2009, a man named Bernie Madoff was sentenced to 150 years in prison for deceiving 4,800 clients in what's been called the largest Ponzi scheme in American history. Now, his deception led him to scamming people for over $64 billion. One can only ask the question, how could so many people have been deceived? Well, Bernie Madoff was a former stockbroker, an investment advisor. He was a non-executive chairman of the NASDAQ stock market. He was also a prominent philanthropist. He served on the boards of many nonprofit institutions, some of which entrusted his firm with their endowments. He was a respectable man in the investment industry, which led many to put their life savings in his hands. You know, con artists are abundant in this world, but not just in the financial realm. They also exist in the spiritual realm. The Bible informs us that Satan is the master deceiver. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 44, concerning the devil, There is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. We also see from the Bible that Satan uses people to deceive others. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, the apostle Paul wrote, For such men are false apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising, then, if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness. The Bible teaches us that you and I are especially vulnerable to deception during our difficulties and our trials. Now, I know at first thought that might seem strange to us. Most of us do not believe that we are in danger of being deceived. We might think, I'm not that weak. I'm not that naive. But listen to James chapter 1. Verses 12 through 17, James wrote, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desires and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. You see, what we believe in the difficulties of life is vitally important. A difficult trial can often be described as a storm. We call them the storms of life. If you're going through one, it's hard to see. We don't think clearly, and we often feel as if we are losing control. I've seen the storms of life destroy many people. Paul described it this way in 1 Timothy. He said, some have shipwrecked their faith. Over the years, I've seen people give up their faith and walk away from God. I've seen people quit on their spouse and leave their marriage. I've seen people quit fighting their temptations and just give in. Ultimately, they are destroyed. I've seen people resign from the ministry because they felt that the trial was just too difficult. I've seen people come bitter and they refuse to forgive and move on. I've seen people give in to addictive behavior in an effort to medicate themselves and to temporarily relieve the pain. And so we ask, why did these things happen? Well, these individuals simply became deceived. 
in the midst of their storm, in the midst of their trial, they believed things that weren't true. James says these powerful words, church, don't be deceived. This can also be translated, stop being deceived. I mentioned a moment ago that we are especially vulnerable to deception during our trials. It's in these periods of our life when things are dark, when we don't understand, when the future is unclear, when our world seems to be caving in on us, that the devil comes by to speak to us. And often, if we are not very careful, if we are not regularly in God's word, we just might believe his lies. And it might sound like this. It's always going to be this way. No one cares about you, not even God. If God is so good and loving, why is he letting you suffer? If God is so powerful, why doesn't he stop this and change your situation? Look around. Everyone has it so good. You are the only one struggling. Let me ask you, have you ever heard his lies? For you and I to avoid this deception in our trials, we must be alert. Now, James says the person who perseveres under trial, having stood the test of time, will receive a crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. You see, to avoid deception in your trial, you must acknowledge the goodness of God. James wants us to recognize that while we don't always understand what we go through, we are called to persevere with a belief that God loves us. Here's today's challenge. Whatever you're facing today, intentionally put your focus on the goodness of God. Be alert, recognize the lies of the enemy, and keep the truth of God's word in your focus. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If this podcast is a blessing to you, I would be so honored if you would hit the share button on your podcast app and share it on social media or maybe text a friend and invite them to listen. I'd be so grateful. Have a great day, everybody. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.